goodest of good days, cats and kittens, and welcome back to Discontent Provider, the podcast that doesn't need an archaic caricature of pompous grandiosity in a ridiculous hat to open proceedings, yet has one anyway. At an infinitesimally tiny fraction of the merest shard of the slightest scintilla of the price of yesterday's nonsensical display of elitist might and establishment contempt for the herd, though, so, you know, that's something, I suppose. What a farce it all was, eh, what? Trumpets, black rods, and all in all an inordinate amount of unseemly buggering about by actual, grown-up adults, people with, you know, mortgages, pensions, and Netflix subscriptions of their own, instead of sharing a mate's passwords, waving sacred talismans at each other in a cosplay orgy that nine-year-olds playing Harry Potter would think was all rather daft, or whatever little and say instead of daft these days. And to what end, podcast pals, that an elderly gent with hands like some Lovecraftian horrors that have barely survived a brutal sexual assault can sit in a big chair and read out words that other people have written for him, the bulk of which were prefaced with the words, My government will, an absurd pretense of proprietorial authority that convinces nobody, and particularly not the weary billionaire who intoned his lines like somebody reluctantly taking part in one of those tedious memory games. You know the sort of thing. I packed for a picnic and I took an apple, a banana, a chicken drumstick... Dear me, I've been more struck by a sense of occasion and living history while watching a fucking soap opera doing a live episode to celebrate a milestone anniversary. Don't get me wrong, I'm not for an instant suggesting that I'd prefer a proactive, puissant monarch who can set the parliamentary agenda and or pretty much rule by decree. The Boris experiment showed that that sort of wheeze is a frightfully bad idea. But God preserve us, what an empty and pointless sham it all seems. As I dare say you're aware, people are in a fearful tizzy about AI taking over the world, but I really don't think that Parliament needs to worry about being replaced by near-sentient supercomputers running frighteningly complex algorithms, with all the dialogue having been scripted back in the fucking Dark Ages, and the only truly essential elements being the props, right down to a special little bag that the King's Speech is placed in. Any half-decent theme park could put that show on, with a few of those automata that pop out of cupboards in a haunted house. Ah, but what of the content? Those who managed to remain conscious during KC3's moribund recital will have heard much about long-term thinking, and most will have found that, as a concept, being applied to oil and gas exploration that will, as I understand it, yield about 50 years' worth of fossil fuel, almost as hard to swallow as Chuck clearly did. Somebody really ought to look into a dictionary one day and check upon the meaning of long-term, because, cats and kittens, 50 years it ain't especially when said dead dinosaur reserves will mostly be flogged on the international market and Britain's share of it will barely keep the central heating on in a suburban semi for more than 26 minutes. More striking than that, of course, was my government's plan to really get to grips with law and order. Well, that, of course, has always been the Tories' second strongest suit, coming right after being awfully clever with the bean counting. But given the fiscal catastrophes of late, even they can't sell that one outright and with a straight face, so they're bumping crackdowns on criminals to the top of the batting order. There will be harsh sentences for the most serious offences, particularly violent or sexual crime. Well, one assumes that that may be the case in most instances, but not necessarily for any rapist who's been sporting enough to get their party to send the victim to a private clinic for post-assault treatment. Fair is fair, after all, eh what? 
There were general remarks, but nothing specific, about maintaining national security too. This vagueness was of course deliberate. It's not that they, or we, don't know exactly what that means, the much ballyhooed widening of the term extremism to embrace anyone who might not be terribly keen on Brexit or post unflattering memes about the government on social media. But why in all the wicked, weary world bring that beastliness up in a well-orchestrated bit of pageantry that serves only too well to demonstrate just how deserving of criticism, ridicule and a thorough overhaul our beloved establishment actually is? Perhaps that's why I'm taking this opportunity to dump so copiously upon the whole affair. Get in while you can, podcast pals. Soon it may be too, too late. Knock that off! Oh, it's you, Mr Mackay. I'm just trying to establish a prison ambience. This isn't a miracle, laddie. We protect traditional British values in this, Nick. Why can't you play a redemption song badly on an acoustic guitar like everybody else? Well, I haven't got my guitar in with me. This was a dash sight easier to smuggle in, as you can probably imagine. All right, now we've done the mise-en-scene and established an element of conflict. Let's get on with it, shall we? This is Godba. He's going to be sharing your cell. Oh, a new boy. I take it you want me to show him the ropes and such like? That's right. Godba, say hello to the silver fox. Hmm. Chatty sort, isn't he? I'd wager his podcast was enthralling. Ah, how do you know I was a podcaster? Most of us in this wing are, old boy. Or were. They were going to stick us in the special unit, but the nonces looked askance at the idea. I can't see I blame them. No, no, it was a fair point. There's no denying that. Anyway, Mr Mackay, if you'll excuse us, I'll be giving this youngster the grand tour. Bloody hell, he looks terrible. Somewhat seedy, I'll agree. What, like, isn't that, uh... He used to be, yeah. That was a while ago, though. He still turns up to the matches on Sunday and tries to give analysis, but his heart really isn't in it. Uh, you keeping well, Gareth, on top? That's the spirit. I'll bring you some nice crisps at the weekend. You'd like that, wouldn't you? I remember now, he said something on the telly, didn't he? He did. Turns out that editorial freedom doesn't cover calling the Home Secretary a vicious cunt. A sad business, all in all. Very sad. Uh, here, of course, are the showers. I've heard about all that. Uh, it's not true, is it? About, uh, you know, not dropping the soap. Oh my gosh, and giddy gumdrops, no, my boy. A gross distortion. Thank fuck for that. I was shitting myself at the thought of getting raped. Eh? Oh, you might well be, of course. What the fuck? I thought you said... No, no, I meant they, they don't supply soap these days. It's, uh, it's a rather cheap shower gel. Beastly rough stuff. Uh, anyway, let's push on, shall we? Let me out! Let me out, I say! Why won't you listen? I don't belong here! I'm not like them! Is there a lot of that, uh people freaking out like. Oh, oodles. And with good cause in his case, to be fair. You! You're the sort that belongs here, not me! What's he mean he, he doesn't belong here? Well, strictly speaking, I don't suppose he does. He's right wing, he's 
patriotic, savagely supportive of Brexit, hates anything woke, and is politically completely ineffectual. A model citizen-like? Very nearly, but uh, he did a piece on GB News uh, pointing out that the House of Lords were unelected, privileged Marxist traitor dinosaurs, so I get it, undermining British institutions. Quite so. Let me out! Let me out, I say! I don't belong here! Don't you know who I am? I'm important! I did Brexit! My God, that's horrible. Can't they see he needs help? Ah, oh, don't worry. Someone will be round in a bit to chuck a milkshake at him. That normally shuts the cunt up. Hmm. It might be worth it, you know. If only to see the Mail and the Express hordes see exactly what it would be like to be at the business end of the police state of which they've wet-dreamed for lo these many years. Because, obviously, these draconian restrictions on those who seek to undermine our institutions and culture would be applied fairly and even-handedly, would they not? Oh, dear me, I appear to be rambling. So perhaps it's time to call it a day. We'd best be off, Arkham, before I really start babbling. Uh, assuming that I've collected sufficient marbles by the end of the week, we'll be back on Friday with something tuneful. So until then, cheerio.